Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting with news not heard in the news. The International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personal life journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well, you're going to hear a lot about passion today, let me tell you. Today is one day away from a huge, huge eclipse, which may even be a red eclipse. It's the fourth one to happen in 2016, a happening probably never to appear again in our lifetime. And so who we run to for these incredible highlights? Yes. Our guest, Mahala Gale, who is an amazing astrologer, writer, lecturer, minister, and one of the founders of the Asclepius Light Center. Plus, she's the editor of the Asclepius Light Center newsletter since 1988. And Paula, I'm sure Mahala will be throwing in some input for this month of September, which is a stellar nine-year, it's a universal year. In, in astrological signs, and for September, we'll certainly lay out some final endings of all kinds. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. Well, Taz, um, I too wonder what we're seeing as this month and, and October slips to the end. I mean, all kinds of things are happening to me. <laughs> and now... <laughs> And now remember, Mahala's juicy morsels are not always easy to recall. And if you'd like to share them afterwards with your friends, you should have a piece of paper and pen so you can write down some of the things we're going to be talked about today. And now, Mahala has been studying the science of astrology since the early 1980s. That has allowed her to become a Mondale, mundane astrologer, and first is one who studies the world events and incorporates them into the presently what's presently taking place. Mahala Gale, we are so thrilled to have you with us today. I know this hour is going to go by quickly. Welcome to our show. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for inviting me on here. And and there sure is a lot going on right now. Well, <laughs> we're rocking. Yeah, we're rocking, and so I don't know where you want to start, but just start and roll with it because you have so much to share with our listeners. Uh-huh. Well, we could start with the eclipse um, tomorrow, and okay. that will will be on nine sixteen twenty sixteen on the uh, west coast of USA. It will be at eleven fifty four a.m. Um, our time. And it's also the 16, you know, I thought, oh, my God, when I saw this, you know, I thought, oh, the number 16, you know, it's a tower struck with lightning. And we've been in that year, all year, you know, 20, which is judgment, and 16, which is, a, you know, tarot struck with lightning. And, and it sure has manifested as a lot of transformation and, and changes this year, I mean, more so than I've ever seen. And the energy is, is so high and, and time is moving so fast that I can, I mean, one day just uh, blows right into another. And, you know, it's hard to tell. And it's hard to remember what you did a few days ago because everything is just, you know, like it's just all there. It's like it's, like it's simultaneous, you know, and there's no division between the days anymore. And I find that really interesting. And I know it's really hard to get a lot done because it's time is just not what it used to be. And so with <laughs> with this eclipse, okay, we started off with this eclipse with um the earth, us magnetic field. Um it was like like ringing like a bell on September um uh 12th. And this is like a a, a scientist who measures the magnetic fields, you know. And it said that um if I could see this, hold on, I need to turn on my light. It's, excuse me, just a second here. Okay, that's better. Um, I don't like it when they have their printing so small on the 
computer when you print off some things. Anyways, this was, um, uh, let's see, uh, during the morning and ex- especially around noon, um, the this the magnetic field um, started to to uh, be activated and and the whole uh, magnetic field was shaking. And it says um, uh, these are are natural like a low frequency um, oscillation known to researchers as. Um, I can't hardly see this. Excuse me for um, having a challenge with this, but oh, this no is problem. very important. Yeah. Um, the magnetic oscillation on September 12th, um, the waves, the major waves came in, magnetic waves came in, and and the frequency of the waves was um, uh, a certain hertz, and it energized particles in the inner magnetic sphere um, because those frequencies um, and uh, reinforce the natural motion of par- particles around the geomagnetic field, and it's a resonance phenomena. And so, anyways, they they had they measured on they have a picture of the graph here, and and this is on Space Weather on September 12th. And so, if anyone wants to check it out, but that was really interesting that that happened, you know, because um, that doesn't happen that often. And so there was the waves started coming in on September 12th. And they've been continuing to come on on one one right after another, and then tomorrow it kind of well it won't really reach a climax because we have the fall equinox on september twenty second but this it will bring in a really strong energy and the good part of the this eclipse chart is that the planet Venus is in exact opposition to Uranus, which is in Aries. And that's that's normally a very good, um, happy vibration, and so that's one of the positive parts of it. Um, although um, for a while now, the dwarf planet Eris, which is a woman goddess um, dwarf planet, um, has been conjunct Eris. I mean uh, Uranus, and so that Eris um, causes a lot of of chaos and stuff like that. It's an agitating planet. And so um, it can agitate either way. And so in the past, it's been agitating, you know, like um, when people get angry and stuff like that. And and this eclipse will stir up the anger and give people the opportunity to finally get rid of the anger that they've been holding within them. Yeah. And and that's a good part, yeah. Um, but or, anyways. Or, or, or maybe re-evaluating what's really most important. Yes, yes. Yes, and and so and then this is like um, the eclipse is the Pisces, and um, the Pisces is the last zodiac sign, and so this means an ending, and so the eclipses for the last couple of years have been in um, Pisces and Virgo, and they've been really strong too, and so this one uh, the lunar eclipse, which is emotional, you know, because and Pisces is an emotional sign, and so this full moon will, is becoming very emotional, and people are already feeling it. You know, and with the way that they're driving and stuff, because Mercury is retrograde, and so to have a, a full moon eclipse, harvest moon with Mercury retrograde, that is is very dominant. <laughs> so you better not leave the house. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not such a bad idea, you know, because um, uh, Mercury is is very um, chaotic and it's it's retrograde, especially in the sign of Virgo. You know, and so we're in Virgo. You know, like if Mercury's retrograde in Libra, it wouldn't be so bad right now. But as far as stirring things up, because it's in Virgo and the eclipses have been in Virgo Pisces, then it, it tends to add to that energy and add a little interest to it, you know. Um, and then it's also we have Saturn. Saturn has been exactly square Neptune. Now, Neptune is the planet of illusion, delusion, um, uh, the dream walkers. Um, it's spacey. It brings you out into to space, you know, where sometimes some people um, who, who are spaced out to start with, you know, it, it brings them way out into the, the uh, atmosphere or into higher consciousness. And so this is this is really a major opening to higher consciousness with this, you know, um, because in just a little bit... Um, uh, well, excuse me, Neptune's been squaring Saturn. Okay, so Saturn's going to start moving forward. And so then the energy will start as soon as a planet, 
when it's exact and as it's moving up to exact, then you feel the the force from that, you know. And and if you've been depressed in the last few months and low energy and all that kind of stuff, that's because of Saturn square Neptune. Okay, well by the end of this month, Saturn's going to start moving forward, and then it will start moving away from Neptune uh, temporarily. And this is also um, like because Neptune is exactly conjunct the the node. And and the node is very, very important in a chart. And so with that being conjunct the Neptune, this tells me, by looking at this chart, that um, the energy is really opening up to the higher dimensions, uh, the not just 5D, which the Earth itself is moving into 5D right now, but um, into higher higher dimensions. And tell we'll be, we're all dimensional. And I don't know, there's been a lot of people that have had um, major like um, really unusual experiences, you know, um, during this time period, like missing time and and um, they'll be out in the dreamland somewhere, you know, and then come back and, and just mysterious things um, have been happening when the Neptune gets there. And so Neptune is a female goddess and uh, Uranus is a male um, king, we call it, I guess. And so those two planets are dominant in this, this chart. And so this is, I think this is like the ending of, of the dissension between the positive and the negative, you know, because, um, well, or like you'd say light and dark, you know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with dark. I mean, dark is negative, and the light could not get along without it. But the, in the past, it's been a duality. And so now it looks to me like in this chart they're blending together. Um, because how, how does this Mahala? How does this affect our political situation at the at this time? Then okay, well I was thinking about that, you know, and so okay, so we have the positive and negative, you know, male is positive and female is negative, and so we have running for president, we have a male and a female, you know, <laughs> and and this has been going on for a long time, and I think that the main I think that these players have been very, very important because everyone has been able to watch all over the world, watch the drama that's going on with these actors. And and um, they haven't been very nice to each other. You know, it's symbolic of, of the light and dark fighting, you know, male and female yeah. fighting. What's really funny is Hillary is more masculine and uh, Trump, is like really emotional and right. I like a female. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, right now they're in kind of a challenge, both of them are in a challenging position because they have, have the planets opposing them um, because like like Trump has um, his uh, Uranus, um, Uranus uh, node and sun all in Gemini and Mars has been opposing it and, and so there's been challenges coming up with me, with him now, you know, because they say, oh, that they're going to look at his foundation, you know, and, and say that he's been doing illegal things and, you know, so that's part of the Mars-Saturn energy that's opposing him. And then Hillary has, has and this happened like when she fainted, you know, and, and then they said she had pneumonia and stuff. And that the access of Mars was exactly um, opposing her planet of Uranus, which brings sudden and unexpected things, you know. And so these two two candidates are are in a challenging time right now, and I don't know how it's going to to work out because the whole election it 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 to me it feels like um, something unexpected is going to happen. Yeah. And, yes. and and I think Mahala, that this, yes, I was going to say Mahala. Um, Hillary is a, in a nine personal year, and not only that, but we have a nine universal year. So you know, September will be like finishing stuff. Things will collapse and not go on. I mean, they're finished, and by the end of October, she'll know that things are finished. So this is going to be a real, real unusual year for someone that's in a, in, a, in a nine personal personal stellar year for themselves where everything will not be i mean they'll they'll close without even her uh, you know she has no handle on stuff uh-huh. it's, it's really amazing so 
do you see this kind of stuff in the in in the astrology part of it? Oh, okay. Well, um, um, I know it's been a nine year. You know, like the twenty sixteen adds up to nine, and so it's been a nine uh, all year long. It's been a number nine, which is a completion for the whole world with a lot of people. And then yeah. this eclipse to be in in September, which is the ninth month. We just had nine nine nine, and now we'll have nine eighteen nine, which will be another nine nine nine, and then nine twenty seven nine. And I think that by up to the September 27th, you know, after we've gone through all of these waves that started on September 12th with the magnetic field um, yeah. uh, shaking like it did, mm-hmm. um, we might be looking at an entirely different scenario. Yeah. It, it could be very amazing. Um, yeah. And and so, you know, it, it's really, I mean, like this is the first election. I thought, oh, my God, who's going to be it? You know, I mean, I mean, there's so many things that could happen, you know, to change it, that, um, you know, I just, I, I'm just waiting to see what happens in this month and the beginning of next month to see how it affects the presidential election and the candidates. I think people are waking up so much that I, you know, I'm shocked at people, I mean, youngsters even are really awake uh, around where I am at this moment, and I'm going, yay, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and it could be a positive thing. I mean, like everybody's oh, mind yes. is really towards supporting our changes, and I love that. Right, definitely, so, yeah. Well, I got this email this morning, too. It's called, it says, no more secrets. Scientists say the Earth's magnetic field will enable telepathy on a global scale. And it says, suppose you had access to every person's brain, asked Dr. Michael Persinger, and they had access to yours. Um, and I had been told about this a long time ago, that everything would be totally open and, and, and there wouldn't be any more secrets because everyone would be able to read the minds of everyone else. Well, we're, we're moving into that time period right now. You know, and so um, what else he goes on to say, um, he's a professor at the University of Ontario, and he's convinced that this is not only possible, um, that, but it's imminent in the coming future. And, and um, his pioneering research shows a strong correlation between the Earth's magnetic field and the human brain. And so look at what just happened to the magnetic field, you know? I mean, I think that this is the start of it. And so how can anyone keep any secrets, you know, and be untruthful and stuff when very shortly, and it might be sooner than we think, we'll be able to read what everyone is thinking? Yeah. (laughs) Better be careful. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, yeah. And I thought that that was so, so interesting. And then I got... I was going to say, with the magnetic field that we've been living through, that's causing everybody to be so tired, isn't it? Uh, Well, part of it is something else. I'll get into that a little bit later. But I want to stay on the magnetic field here for a while, you know. And here's another email that I just happened to get this morning. You know, it says, um, mid-September always seems to bring with it a number of different changes. This year, all of these September changes will be accompanied by a lunar eclipse, which is set to take place on this coming Friday the 16th. The full moon eclipse will bring about a number of changes, and right along with a major energy shift will also be occurring. So so that's another thing, because we have, you know, we had the big wave that started last September, you know, and I think everyone felt that, and that was like uh, the later part of September. So there's something about the, the later part of of the month that, that starts things really going, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that might be because of... Um, um, like some people say that spring equinox should be actually the beginning of the year, which sounds kind of crazy. Um, but that's when the great central sun that holds 27 galaxies in place, it lines up with, with 29 degrees Virgo right at the, the fall equinox. You know, and so I think that that's probably why all this high energy comes in and then it starts coming in, you know, the first part of September. And um, and it says that things will come to an end or be completed with this eclipse. The sense of finality, finality can appear in essentially any area of our lives. Perhaps it will manifest as a relationship that's burned itself out, or you'll finally finish a project you've been working long and hard on. Uh, say goodbye and move on to whatever is next in your place. And some of us 
will finally be able to let go of any pent-up anger. And I think that that's one of the main things with this eclipse is letting go of the anger. And and this Venus um, Uranus uh, opposition will help with that, you know, because because uh, Uranus is is a a very a fiery planet, you know, and it, it rules electricity and and the it's it acts like a, a, a bolt of lightning, and and just like you know, like the tower struck with lightning all year, and Uranus has been dominant all year, and so when that bolt of lightning comes in, everything changes. And so, so this to me, with Venus being opposed Uranus, and then Venus is female and Uranus is male, and so it looks like it's going to let people release their anger because, like Aries, um, Uranus is in Aries, and and the fire signs have the most anger with them, and um, Sag, you know, okay, it's Aries, Sag, and um, Leo that are the the fire planets. And most of the anger comes from, like, Aries, you know, like, do it now, do it my way type of thing, you know. Or in the Sagittarius, well, well, let's, be, let's get it done now. Let's, let's go travel around and see what we can do, and let's, let's get things moving here. And so, so this, with um, both um, Saturn and Sagittarius going Neptune and Pisces, and the sign of Pisces, that's the ending, and Venus opposing Uranus, which is um, brings in that that bolt of lightning, and so this will be all the waves coming in, and so and then we'll have the real strong wave, you know, starting tomorrow, and then it will continue on up until the fall equinox, and that will be like the ending of one year and the beginning of another year, in ancient astrology, and so that's a pretty important. We're in a pretty important time period right now. I was going to say, I hope this next wave is a soothing wave. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) really. Right, yeah. Yeah, we need some of that, you know. Um, Okay, well, this other amazing email that I got this morning, I mean, I was just blown away when I got this because this was new information to me, and, and I didn't know it. And I know that I've been feeling a pain in my left side, you know, like um, right under the the stomach, you know, and I thought, well, why, why does that hurt so much, you know, and what's going on there, and, and um, anyway, so what this, and and the people that are listening might want to write this down, because this is a 12-page email that is just packed full of knowledge, and it's called Energetic, E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C, Synthesis, S-Y-N-T-H-E-S-I-S. And if you just type that into Google, I'm sure that it would come up. And this is by uh, Lisa Renee. And so um, she starts out talking about about um, what's happening right now. And it says, the planet has just complete, completed its magnetic peak cycle, which manifested as the magnetic field on the 12th, September 12th. Okay, which discharged a massive amount of magnetic force into the Earth. The subatomic particles of elemental matter and rearranging to support the planetary body shift into the next harmonic universe. All communication systems connected to these levels of planetary architecture are understanding undergoing fluctuations, reconfigurations, a potentiality, rebuilding interstellar links that reconnect Earth people to realign into multiple star systems, and that's already started, and celestial bodies. This massive shift at the quantum scale is changing the laws of structure and the architecture that governs function over our matter body as well as our consciousness bodies. Essentially, we are the last generation of people that were born into consciousness slavery on the third-dimensional Earth. We will have known consciousness slavery and will have put an end to it in this lifetime. Well, I think right now because Saturn is a planet that holds everyone in the matrix and, and that's being let go right now while in the physical body. Okay, ascending humans are evolving into developing new abilities that change the characteristics of what it means to be human, from dream walking to transfiguration, translocation, and transmigration. 
And I, I've known all these things, you know, but I have never, she explains it so well. And that's why I wanted to share it with you. But the part that really um, um, made me, I thought, oh, my God, she's talking about the spleen. And, and the spleen is located in your left side. And so I'm looking for the part in this email that talks about the spleen. It is so interesting. Um, just a second here. I should have had it marked. I guess I'm disorganized with mercury being retrograde. Okay. Oh, and then um, she got like dream walking and consciousness transport, transfiguration, you know. Um, and then uh, th- here's another part that she says the planet has just completed its magnetic peak cycle, which discharged a vast amount of magnetic force into the Earth. Changes that occurred during magnetic force exposure are especially related to stimulate DNA's responses that may gain, the- gain further activation of DNA codes. Transfiguration is in the first stages of activating the diamond sun crystal consciousness of the diamond heart, you know, energy. When this function starts coming online, there's an integration that occurs between the atomic layer of the physical body and the light body layers that exist in the soul and spirit body of the monad. When we start connecting to the eternal divine source body, which is the liquid of our monad, we start... Um, manifesting Christ consciousness. This is what we call the avatar source. Once we undergo a level of integration with the avatar source, the body starts to be able to perform transfigurations. And and then, let's see, okay, then, um, let's see, then she talks about earth element and transformation. And, again, okay, this is where she starts talking about the spleen. And she says, the relationship that the earth body has specifically connected to the spleen functions has direct relevance to the current transformation impacting the emotional body and the blood production in the physical body. The spleen governs transportation and transformation of what we consume into energy that builds and protects the blood. The blood holds our entire consciousness record blueprint. And I know that, you know, I've heard that, okay, before. As such, this is entirely related to the main shifts that are occurring between our higher consciousness as it translates into our physical body, into the bloodstream. As these records are beginning to circulate and connect into the physical body differently. Um, the wounds of Christ are comic blood miasms recorded in the planetary body and collective human body from crucifixion implants that were holographically inserted into the planetary brain. These inserts misdirected and stole the planetary life force and crucified the human body parts belonging to our spirit. One important area of the human body that was impacted from the planetary inserts was the spleen implant located in our 7D axiom line in the left side rib cage. And so it was like, you know, I talked about my planet alert that um, when the sun lined up with Elcyon um, last April, May, that yeah. that's when the earth opened up to 7D, which is a sound vibration. And so that apparently opened up, started opening up um, the spleen implant so we can get rid of it. And, and so... Um, now, it says, the human spleen was dormant from implants that prevented it from regenerating our red blood cells and protecting the white blood cells that record our spiritual consciousness, memories, and histories. The spleen's higher function is to protect and spiritualize our blood, to nourish our blood, and to circulate that spiritual essence in partnership with the heart to communicate that essence into the other organs through our blood. The spleen is responsible for the removal of old red blood cells and the production and storage of white blood cells, which cleanse infection from the blood. 
The spleen is directly related to healing tissues, repairing cellular integrity, keeping muscles strong and nourished, and managing the immune responses throughout our body. The spleen is functionally equivalent to a large lymph node that focuses on cleansing our blood and supporting immunity from invaders. Blood diseases and related issues from the cleansing of the wombs of Christ as they are surfacing from cellular memories may be clearing out and removing crucifixion blockages that this can manifest into related physical symptoms. All that is related to protecting and nourishing our blood is especially relevant at this time. The main five organs, as defined by traditional Chinese medicine, is the liver, lung, spleen, heart, and kidney. And so those are uh, the uh, five most important ones now that we're into 5D. You know, the earth itself is going into 5D. And then uh, it says the stomach and spleen relationship. This imbalance can escalate many physical and emotional issues for the people of earth as their body and sense of identity in relationship with the earth element is greatly fluctuating and transforming. When we are out of balance and feeling disharmonious with the earth element, we feel extremely depleted, drained, and emotionally unhappy. Traditional Chinese medicine considers that the spleen is one of the most important organs functioning within our body. When we consider the higher functions of the spleen, as designed is to purify, protect, and spiritualize our blood, and that it was crucified in the earth element by the NAA to stop its proper functioning in the human body. Then this direct, then this has direct significance and spiritual importance. And our relationship with food consumption and energy management is also changing. And some of us may feel pain or oversensitivity in the solar plexus region from being unable to digest our food, unable to digest our reality, while feeling unable to process the amount of intense emotions we feel. This impacts the stomach and spleen from being able to transform what we do consume into proper nourishment and circulating them into vital forces that the body requires to stay strong. When the spleen and stomach suffer damage, food and drink stagnate and do not transform. The mouth loses its ability to distinguish flavors and extremities feel limp and tired. Discomfort, bloating, and distension are felt in the stomach and abdominal regions. Symptoms of vomiting and diarrhea appear, or there may be excessive bleeding. Many chronic and different health problems such as edema, chronic fatigue syndrome, insomnia, hair loss, iron deficiency, irregular periods, infertility can be due to a disorder of the spleen function. This pattern is very common in our culture, not only because of the spleen crucifixion implant, but also because of the culture of disconnection we are subjected to, as well as the excessive thinking, high stress, and irregular eating habits that are a result of our busy daily schedules. And during this phase, it may be supportive to overall functioning of the body to consider ways that you may directly learn how to support your spleen's higher functions as it is coming online. The spleen is the center of transporting the energy of what's processed in your stomach into our blood and transforms into healthy vital forces that the body can use to regenerate and strengthen itself. And um, the Western society, you know, they've said, oh, your spleen, you don't need your spleen. You know, we can take this out without any any effect, you know, and they don't need know the significance of the spleen. But obviously, it's one of the most important glands in our body, and it's coming yeah. online. And I know that, I mean, I didn't know why my left side was hurting and it's been off and on for a couple months. And now I know that answered my question. And yeah, I thought, mine too. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. A couple of months of not understanding what what's happening to the body. Pretty interesting. Yes. yes, yes. And so we're in such an important time period right now. And um this energy well, you know, when, when higher energy comes in, you know, the people that can't handle it, um, they go a little crazy, so there will still be you know, like a lot of chaos on earth and I think that I think that the chaos is gonna get even more dominant um, during October because the energy is just being opened now, you know. And so there has to be an integration period where we integrate this energy. And um, 
and figure out what to do about our spleen. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, acupuncture, acupressure, and I think the spleen is on the bottom of the foot, if I remember right, you know, where it would probably be a good idea to activate um, uh, that energy flow through it so that can help us on the physical things that we tend to go through um, as these energies change. And and so, I mean, it would be so nice to not have to go through. This, is, this past year has been... Oh, it's so extremely hard on ascension symptoms. I mean, yeah. it's just been from one to another, you know, and and it's not just me feeling them, you know, or, or I know my friends are feeling the same thing and, and a lot of other people too. And so yeah. I imagine if you took a poll, you'd see that a lot of people listening right now have been having a pain in their left side and wondering what the heck was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and actually... I, you know, the thing is right now is that there's such a tremendous influx of energy and people don't realize they try and, you know, do things throughout the day that they've done before and yet they, you know, they kind of push aside their their physical uh, feelings. They They try to get through everything and that just puts heavy stress on the body. Oh, very and, much so. You know, just being able to remember, hey, you know what? I'm a human. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. And not you know, a machine. Yeah. You know, younger people are feeling it too, not just older people. And then you think, well, oh, I'm older. You know, that's just part of aging, you know. But the ascension symptoms aren't necessarily that, you know. It's just that it's affecting everyone, yeah. younger people too. Yeah. And that's why a lot of younger people, you know, they're having trouble adjusting because um, everything is just too intense for them, you know. And then they they go to school and they're caught in the structure of the school and, and don't have the freedom to, you know, manifest what they think that they should have to manifest. And then it causes some challenges. And so all the structures are coming down now. This is the year of structures coming down and, and on through, you know, next year too um, because Pluto's a planet of transformation and that's been very dominant in capricorn because capricorn rules structures and and that's why um it's been such a good thing to have have hillary and trump um running for for all that because they're basically trying to break down the structures and to real make people realize that hey the male and female don't have to fight each other right now you know and that there's the um the male needs the female, and the positive needs the negative, and the positive can't live without the negative, and, and the dark is not necessarily anything wrong with it. It's just balancing it out within our body. And particularly, we've been given the opportunity to do that with Uranus in, in Aries because Aries rules the head. And that's why, in let's see, since 2011, when Uranus went into Aries, there's been all kinds of, of major head things, you know. I mean, all kinds of um, brain brain stuff going on. And that will continue for a couple more years because it's still in there. But that's been, it's been transforming our brain big time, you know, <laughs> so we can think differently because the way we think is what we create. And if we're going to think in an old way, you know, we're going to have problems because the old has to go out. And it has to go out because, and that's why it's so chaotic on Earth, so that the old can break down and the new can come in. And I well, think that we've just reached a crisis on that. Well, when uh, it's going to be what we're thinking is going to manifest much faster now. So um, yes. if people are thinking negatively, they're going to be manifesting that. Right away, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And that will not be good. And also no. on the positive level, you know, with what you think, you know, because um, a friend of mine just manifested a new car for herself, you know, and she didn't have any money. And so I thought, wow, this is the way it's going to be, you know, and she just got it uh, last night. And so right before the eclipse, you know, and so mm-hmm. this is going to open up for those who are aware and are conscious and have let go of their, their old thoughts and feelings and emotions and stuff, then it's going to open up this tremendous ability to manifest what we want almost instantly. Well, a friend of mine's uh, daughter is going into the hospital tomorrow to have her baby. Oh, well, wow. I wonder if being born on the eclipse, what that's going to be. 
<laughs> well, that could be really interesting, you know, but okay, so let's just go with the Venus opposing Uranus because that's the best aspect in the chart, and that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and then, anyways, babies coming in right now. I mean, they will be so high consciousness, have such a high consciousness that they'll. I mean, it won't really matter to them, you know. And because I always considered astrology God's law in action, you know. And and people say, well, you gonna let astrology control you, you know? Well, that's not the idea of astrology is to to give you an idea of where you're going. But I think that because Saturn took over and tried to said, okay, I'm going to take over all, I'm going to take over astrology and I'm going to control all the planets and I'm going to set up this matrix and, and keep everyone under control. Well, now um, Saturn is changing and the matrix is going down and it has been helped from, we've had divine invention with, with the higher beings um, taking down the control that has controlled Earth. And so um, the first thing they did, it was in 2011, when they destroyed the, con- the with what appeared to be a supernova, astronomers said it was a supernova, it was actually taken on the, out of the base of the dark side that was on the handle of the Big Dipper. And it's exactly where that happened. And so that was the beginning of the downfall of the controllers. And now the downfall of the controllers that, that controlled on the fourth dimension that is gone. That was over in March at the last eclipse and the last um, 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 equinox, fall, spring equinox. Um, that ended, and and there was a big, huge party on on Easter morning on the other side. And I mean, it was a huge party, and everyone was celebrating the end of the war on the astral because I saw it. I was there in dream state. And so now now it's just after that point, it had to finish up. We have to finish up on Earth, you know. And so that's what I, I think, you know, because like it's been six months since the last eclipse in March up until this one in September. We had the September, the solar eclipse on September 4th, I mean, for September 1st on 9 degrees, you know, completion. And so now we're having the lunar eclipse. And there is one more eclipse in Pisces, in February, and that'll be a solar eclipse. Um, but then that will be the end of the the Pisces um, Virgo uh, energy that we've been going through. And then um, the eclipses will move into Leo Aquarius, and Leo rules the heart energy. You know, it's it's like you know the big. You know, I talk about the people that Leo. So many of them have great big hearts. You know, they're just so generous and and they're just really kind to people. Of course, there's both sides of Leo too. But and then the Aquarius is the new age. You know, the golden age. And so we'll be out of the Piscean age by February, definitely, and moving on into the Leo Aquarius. And so that, in my estimations, it will be wonderful. And and so right now, you know, right now with this, the light workers that already have the opportunity to totally move into um, any any dimension they want to right now, you know, because five is the middle number. And so being that, that it's my understanding that the earth itself is moving into 5D, where people have been able to manifest 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 dimension consciousness, you know, and above, while they've, they've been on 3D, you know, or 5D. But it's um, now everyone will be able to manifest uh, 5D. And then when you're in 5D, you can manifest, you know, all consciousness. And so you can be multidimensional. And it looks like like we've reached the point because in 2012, you know, people say, well, 2012 wasn't that such a big deal. You know, nothing really happened. But that's not true because the solar system crossed the galactic center. And when that happened, um, there's extremely high energy. We went into a field of extreme high energy. And we entered into the photon belt, which is 7D energy. And we've been, you know, skirting around that, you know, basically in and out. And, and sometimes, you know, energy is really nice and then at other times it goes back. But now we'll be in the photon belt, belt permanently for at least 2,000 years. And, wow. and so, so we're in 
high energy now. And so it's up to us, you know, if we're going to uh, feel sorry for us and go into the poor me and, and re- still keep getting angry at people and stuff like that, then we won't have the opportunity to get into the higher. I mean, you will if you let go of them. But, I mean, there's people, you know, like us that have been working on it for years to get rid of all of our old stuff so we can go into the new. And we've been kind of like the forerunners. You know, we came, we were born before other people were so we could have a longer time of helping the earth, you know, get into it. And and the higher frequency, and so and now the children being born in are just in it automatically, and they come in with that consciousness, and they will be doing amazing things, and all of these things of being able to to consciously travel to the other side of the world if you want to, and technically be there in your etheric body and be aware of it. And and to be able to have telepathy and and you know kind of communicate with each other without even talking, and that will eliminate a lot of the war. And this eclipse is um, also on the degree of of letting go of um, or bringing in where people are going to be so fed up with war after this eclipse because this is the degree that the eclipse is on that they're going to say no more. You know we will not stand for any more. And and so this is like what in the Bible says, that the division between the, the wheat and the shaft, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, if you have enough, enough free, high enough frequency, you can go into the higher thing. Otherwise, you need to get your act together. And, and it's not like um, um, the 3D will disappear or something like that. You know, it's just that, that there will be people um, still on the 3D, and, and they have the opportunity to move into higher if they choose to. Um, but some people don't choose to, you know. And so when we get higher, there's different uh, levels of, of, that's kind of the wrong word, but different levels of frequency within 5D. And if you get up to the higher thing, then you won't even be able to see see the 3D anymore of the war and the fighting and everything. And that's when, when people say, you know, it's just um, that it's split. You know, the it, well, it's a consciousness shift is what it is, you yeah. know. And and so then those that want to be on a, live on a peaceful earth and and do play with all of these things and new things that we'll have of, of being able to travel wherever we want to go or you know do won't have to have a car if we don't want to and do all those things and manifest things out of the air you know I mean I don't think that we'll be able to do it right away well maybe we will now I think that there's still a little time period between um, what you think and what you manifest. But pretty soon, when it gets to be totally instant, you know, then that's when we can do all the the traveling, the astral traveling, and and all those fun things that would be, you know, kind of exciting to experience, I think. <coughs> Jupiter's, is Jupiter's changing? Uh, is it, I don't know if I remember correctly, it's going into Libra? Where, yes, Jupiter, 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 Jupiter has just gone into Libra. And that when be Jupiter, pleasant energy. Yes, 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 yes. And Jupiter, I mean, Libra is usually a peaceful sign. And so the reason that Jupiter was so hard when it went through Virgo is because it was opposing Earth square Saturn, you know, opposing Neptune, and and brought up a lot of, and the node was there, you know, so it brought out a lot of um, challenges, Virgo challenges of 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 um, physical pain, you know, like the last year. Um, with, you know, all one, okay, we go, you know, jump from one pain to another, you know, thinking that we were, oh, I'm sick or something, you know, realizing it was just an ascension symptom, a passing symptom, and then then it would go away, you know, and, and then another one would come, we'd have to look at that. And, and so now Jupiter won't be opposing the negative planets, you know. They'll be moving into into more positive and and so I'm really looking forward to this time of, of Jupiter moving through Libra, you know, for a year. I think it's going to change a lot of things. So actually how how we think is going to be really important. I mean, you got to get down to that. Yes, that's and, the basics. Yeah, the basics <laughs> is like, you know, what you create and your consciousness. And, you know, again, it's like taking a quantum leap. It's yes. like, oh, I no longer want to be here. I can be here. Wow. You know yes. what I mean? It's yes. like I don't have to stay in this aspect any longer. I can do the jump and 
and look, you know, what is new and open and restate your intentions to be loving and in every moment and every situation. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to be hooked into that that emotional rah-rah type of stuff. You can just let That's it go. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, it's a time for celebrating, for having fun, for enjoying life, to spreading yeah. love, to manifest love, to have love in your heart all the time. You know, it's it's a time I've been waiting for for years. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, it's like and, and, uh, looking at life as a exploring, and it's a new adventure. Yes, and who knows what there will be to explore, you know. I mean, we have all these inventions coming in, and um, Aquarius, you know, that's that's a sign of, of high technologies and new inventions. And, and like we think the Internet is something, you know, major, and well, it is. And, and um, but we'll be even, you know, I can't, things I can't even imagine will be on the earth plane, you know, or we'll be aware of them, what's going on, you know. We might well, not I, even need machinery. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yes, because need. if yeah. we can bilocate, you know, yeah. just by our thoughts, yeah, you know, why would we need that? Yeah, exactly. And then, then, then I was just thinking, well, the traffic might disappear, you know. <laughs> we might not <laughs> have any cars. We wouldn't need them. Yeah. We just go, and if we want to go somewhere with, with a crowd or something, no, just all of us go together. Yeah. I think that would be really well, we, exciting. I don't think we're yeah, quite we there yet, you know, but <laughs> I think that's what's coming up in our not-too-distant future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like a friend of mine told me, you know, well, even Bashar, Bazaar, you know, Bashar, the... Um, uh, medium that's real famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they were telling me that he said that uh, nothing will be the same after September of 2016. Well, it's been quite a month. <laughs> <laughs> and will continue to be. <laughs> yes. And 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 so it is um, really important, you know, to stay calm as we go through this eclipse, um, and then then with the energy still building to the fall equinox, you know, and so that's what is that sixteen to? Oh, that's only a few days. Okay, well that's okay then. I guess people can handle that. <laughs> oh, the the Mercury goes. Uh, Direct and on the equinox, on the fall equinox. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so so the fall equinox is really important too. Um, that's on uh, September twenty second. You know, mm-hmm. and I didn't run a chart for that yet, so I don't know exactly what that has in it, but I need to do that. Um, so, anyways, but but you know, like just those living in the United States, keep an eye on the election and see what transpires. You know, see if any of these unexpected things um, seem to come up. And and just know that, you know, we're watching a movie in 3 and 4D. We're still in the movie. And so um, they're, they're the like the conclusion of the movie to see how it all turns out. Well, somebody asked what would happen if Hillary uh, stopped running for office. You know, who would run for the Democratic Party? Right. So when people are asking that, they're thinking, oh, something might happen. Uh-huh, right. And and particularly with these energies, I mean, this is really up for anyone because, I mean, who can predict what these intense energies are going to bring in? Well, you know, I, <laughs> if we have our minds to the, you know, the higher set, is kind, you know, we're going to have a real glorious, um, life and that every moment that whatever we think I mean you know gosh you know what we have control over what we think we yes do. we definitely do and and um, and if we want that world to look differently then you know just we have to change it we yeah it's like our minds can go you know we can do this and um 
it's just taking one step and staying stable and um, rebalancing and being able breathing. You know, we forget to breathe. We get in. I know, and that's so important. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's so important. (laughs) We wouldn't be here if we didn't breathe. <laughs> yeah, you shut your nose off and you're in trouble. Yeah. And, and that's the element of 5D. It's ether, you know, breath. Yeah. <laughs> so. And without, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, with this eclipse, you know, we could focus on, on Venus opposing Uranus, you know, and say, okay, I'm bringing in the happy energy. You know, I'm not going to do anything else with this eclipse. I'm just going to bring in the happy energy and enjoy life as it continues on and expect unexpected things to happen. And um, and and one thing, okay, one thing I've learned is that whenever, this in astrology they say that if Uranus takes away something, you know, or breaks down a structure, it brings something better back in return. Yep. When one door closes, another one opens. Yes. Yes. And so that's what we have right now. Um, And so, but anyways, it's it's really important during this time period, you know, to keep your balance, you know, balance those positive negative energies within you. And and another thing, well, the brain, you know, we are... Our brain is now becoming one, you know, and that's been a process of Uranus and Aries. You know, it's been balancing the brain to have the positive, the two two um, different sides of it, you know, move together into one. You know, and I don't know, so maybe some people are working from just one brain now, you know, without it being divided into two different sections. It'd be interesting to see, you know, if that will actually manifest like on a X-ray or something to see if the the brains are, are totally connected. Well, they're connected, but, um, you know, like if they're using, I wonder how that will work. Hmm. Wow. Just, uh, and that would probably... One brain. But would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so when well, one side gets tired, use the other side. <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it's always been, you know, like they always say, okay, the left side is intellectual and the right side is creative, you know. And so once we start using both our intellect together with our creativity, then we'll be blending the two sides of the brain. And then it can work through the heart. And we can use our heart brain, you know, instead of our other brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the heart brain is the most powerful one there is. And that's probably the one that manifests. Right, there's the heart. I mean, because you, 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 that's where the love comes through. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, and and they've proven it by science. You know that the heart brain is is more powerful than the, the head brain or the um, solar plexus brain. And and basically, that's probably where the Trinity comes from, too, you know. And so the Trinity of the three brains need to be working together, too. And so everyone, you know, like the saying, think with your heart, you know. Don't think with your, your brain and your head. Think with your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that takes a little practice to get used to doing that, but that's what we're supposed to be doing or, or would be a good thing to do um, in this new energy. That's to try to keep everything on the heart level. And that's why so many people are having what they think is heart attacks, you know, or uh, fast-beating hearts or, uh, you know, like, oh, man, my heart's doing something, you know, I'm having a heart attack. I might, maybe I need to go to the doctor, you know, when mainly it's been just the heart opening and getting ready to be the main brain in the body. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mahala, really. Just, just we only have idea. a little bit of time. We only have a little bit of time. So, do you want people to know your um, website and how oh, to get yes, your newsletter? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, my website is uh, www.mahalasastrology uh, with an S on it. M A H A L A S and then astrology A S T R O L O G Y dot com. And if you'd like to contact me by email, my email address is planetalert at hotmail.com. And so anyone who, you know, would like to be on my my email um, list for getting...
getting a planet alert every month, um, they're welcome to sign up to that, you know. And and so um, I was going to say so your we, your website is really great. You have all kinds of wonderful articles throughout the month that that others share through through your website as well. And yes. um, it, it's just really wonderful. Uh, Mahala, we are so fortunate to have you in our back pocket as we take you sleep. Uh, yes, we. Thank you for preparing <laughs> us Thank for what's you. coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, well, just be be yourself. Be the beautiful being of light that you are and just shine your light so everyone can see it. Everyone, well, if everyone did that, the world would be great. Yeah, the world will be great, period. Yes. Well, yes. we're we're gonna we're we're absolutely we're there. Quantum leap, everybody. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're there. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank until you for asking. Until next ask... time. And right. Yeah. Until thank next you. Time. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for asking until... me to be on your program. Oh, until next oh, you're time. Welcome. We send you much love, and uh, thank you for again for being with us. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Bye bye. All right. God bye bye. Bye.